on today's bonus Dynasty Domain episode, we are talking rookie landing spots. So we'll talk about uh, the landing spots that all these rookies ended up having and, more importantly, the effect on some of the veterans that are on some of these teams. I'm Avery Huffman. I'm here with Nathan Schmidt. Hey, hey. And Simon Denny. Welcome back. Welcome to Dynasty Domain. All right, we're going to jump into it, and we're going to have our bonus trade scenario of the week, and I've got our bonus trade scenario of the week this week. And did you say bonus? Did I not? I, B- bonus. This is a bonus trade scenario of the yeah, week. Yeah, this is a bonus, bonus, by the way. Did we mention that it was a bonus episode? Oh, my not gosh. Bonus. Isn't that a fun word? Yes. It's like a just a full... It reminds sounds me like of bogus. another fun word. Bogus. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, right. bogus. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah, of. No, bogus no. is fine. You idiot! Oh my All right. gosh! <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, um, our trade in, in our trade, Team A is going to receive Jamison Williams, a guy we'll talk about today, in a 2023 second. Uh, team B is going to receive Juju Smith-Schuster and Damian Harris. Okay. So, Simon, I want to start with you. How about you start with breaking this one down? Oh no. Um, I actually, I do like Jamison Williams a lot. I've kind of jumped on the Avery hype train there. I, I, I like him. I think he has elite potential. Not sure how much that will come out this year in Detroit with Jared Goff, but I think he, everything is there. He has all the talent. However, on the other side, I'm kind of comparing him to Juju Smith-Schuster, the, uh, previous baby of the dynasty community. Um, I actually, I think he's being faded too much Agreed. because- because he dances on other teams' logos, okay, I don't know. The he, TikTok he never, stuff is stupid. Like he's, <laughs> he's not as good as we thought he was four years ago, but he's also not as not bad as we say bad. he is now. And, and he's in, playing t- with Pat Mahomes, exactly. Like, yeah. In 2020 with Big Ben, he was wide receiver 17 in a PPR league, in in PPR leagues. Um, and if you expect him to be, I don't know. I think he can easily do that again. He can easily do that again with Patrick Mahomes as the wide receiver. What whatever you want to say, one or two in KC. He only has Sky Moore to compete for targets and Kelsey, of course. But So here's my question. Is Damian Harris worth a first? I got him for a first this last offseason. A 23 you, first. Is he, but he's, you he's mean you sold him for a first? Yeah, yes, I'm sorry. I sold him for a first. I was so confused. Yeah, I don't why know. are you bragging about that? No. <laughs> but, but is he worth a first? Well, if we were talking this year's class, I would have paid like the 112 for Damian Harris, yeah. But in this, okay, so this would be this year's one. Let's call this the one hundred seven because it's Jameson Williams. Fair. Yeah. And and then so it's basically the one hundred seven and a twenty twenty three second for uh-huh. Juju and Damian Harris. Yes. So is Juju? Juju's not worth a first, right? Yes. He is worth a first. Yes. I think he is. I I could. Be I think too. you can get would, him for less. Would you pay? Are you taking Jameson yeah. Williams or right Juju now. right now? That's really hard. Uh, it depends on my team build. Um, I I am kind of embarrassed to say it, but I almost think Juju. So you would have traded the 107 this year for Juju? No. I, yeah, he was gonna say I think it's kind of hard to. No, do I that. wouldn't have done that. But like, can I? You got to play the market values. Yes, that that's that's exactly yes. Can I tell you why I agree with Simon? No. Okay. Yeah, go for I'm it. I'm gonna tell you why I agree with you. <laughs> it, it's all about value. If you look at from a value perspective here. Pre-draft and during the draft, you're never taking Juju one for one for the 107. No. You draft Jamison Williams with the 107. And then you have the option of, okay, 
this this trade, right? So Juju and Damian Harris or Jamison Williams in a 23 second. Who is more likely to fall in value come this next season? Like fall significantly. Between Juju Between and Juju Jameson? and Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams. Who is re- incredibly likely to maybe not skyrocket, but significantly rise in value. I completely agree with where you're going. Definitely Juju. Juju. And same, even, I mean, if you're, I don't even know, if you're a rebuild, I'd still take the Damian Harrison Juju side probably because they're both pretty young. I I wouldn't. And, uh, okay, I mean, yes, because... I, I guess I, I can see the other side too because when I originally heard this offer, I was like Jameson in the twenty three second. But again, this is kind of where it gets a little hairy when it comes to like the value of rookies before they even play and how excited people get about these guys. And that's when you want to start playing the value because you know, come the season, I, I don't think anyone would ever pay you right now the one oh two for the one oh two or one oh three for like Zach Wilson. That's where he went last year in rookie drafts. He's not worth that anymore, and he immediately fell come season start, <laughs> you know. And now he's he's not worth that. There's still a lot of promise to his game, but again, it, who do you expect of those two, specifically between Juju and Jameson, to actually put up really good numbers this coming season? It's Juju, yeah. Which is why that's another thing that I kind of just wanted to mention real quick. But why are people so hype? On Sky Moore versus Juju. Like, oh, why get, is everyone we'll so low that. on Juju? We're going we're gonna to get to that. Full transparency, I have Juju as my dynasty wide receiver number one. <laughs> nice. No, like I don't actually. You're a crazy person. It's, I, he's with Patrick Mahomes. He, okay, I do have to disagree with you on some part of this because if I'm a rebuilding team or a real or a productive struggle team, I'm never taking the Damian Harris side of the trade. Like, I don't want Damian Harris either. Yes. Never. Saying it specifically for Juju. Well, because you but can what are you going to do with Juju well, on a rebuilding up, team? You can end up flipping and getting more value because it, there is a higher chance the value that you're Juju for becomes more valuable than The James. value you're looking for is don't hit the table. Uh, it makes the noise. I didn't hit it. It was Simon. That was me. Oh, sorry. Uh, don't hit so the table. Which, I, I agree with where Avery's going on this too because which offers more risk Flipping Juju midseason or having Jamison Williams in a 23 first. And, and the other thing is, I'm not sure that, like, probably Juju. if Jamison Williams comes out and has, like, a, if Jamison Williams has an underproductive year, which I'm kind of assuming is going to happen at this point because of the Lions' overall situation. Yeah, Jared Goat. But so, since people are, like, I don't expect his value to, to, I think his floor for his value is set pretty high for the next offseason. Don't you think, like, he's a rookie. Look at Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy hasn't caught, didn't catch a touchdown last year, and Jerry Judy's value is fine, right? Well, it, the only reason it's fine, it was a lot lower before Russ was there. Uh, not, I mean, it, people were still he buying Jerry flowing. Judy, but but my point is, wide receiver, rookie wide receivers can hold their value fairly well throughout the course of the rookie season. I mean, but a lot of them really don't the first as well. Years. I mean, Rondell Moore. Even Rashad Bateman up until yes, Marquise correct. Brown was Rondell Moore uh, is a bit of a different like, situation. Rashad Bateman. People are paying Rondell Moore because he's short. I do kind of think Rashad Bateman. about. I was never high on Rashad Bateman though. Like, where was Rashad Bateman going in startups? Or, you know, well, late first. He was going mid second. Yeah, I thought he was going mid second. Yeah. And the James startups? What? No, 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 no. In in, in, in rookie drafts. drafts, he was going like one twelve. No, like no, he wasn't. Two oh five. I don't think he was going that high. He he I was going after the 205. He was going right around the uh, Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore um, um, area. Which so would you pay the 205 for Rashad Bateman right now? 
Uh, I would now. He's worth more than that now. Yes, but that's that's my point is that up until, <laughs> like really up until just a few days ago, that was not the case. Same with Rondell Moore. Like I personally would. Wait, what changed? What, what do you think changed? Marquise Brown left. So no, that's why I Rashad know, Bateman's more valuable. But even before then, you would have paid. I mean, people were paying a late first 2022 yeah, first Rashad Bateman. I sold Bateman. Rashad Bateman for the 109 before so Marquise he, So got even traded. though Rashad Bateman had a really underwhelming season as a rookie, and even when Marquise Brown was there, he still wasn't losing value because he was a rookie wide receiver. Rookie wide receivers of all positions tend to actually hold their value fairly well regardless of the outcome of their season, which is why, which is exactly why some of these rookie wide receivers are good like startup draft targets right now because you know their values are not going to be a ton lower than they are next offseason unless, you know, unless they pull a Terrace Marshall or a Jalen Rager. Yeah, I that's um, that's I do yeah. back on to Jamison Williams though. I kind of think of him as this year's Jalen Waddle, where um, he's kind of going in the mid to late first, and you're kind of wondering why he's he's really good. And then Jalen Waddle came out and killed it. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying no. They're but not, it's Miami, not, yeah, it's, Miami, but it's, it's like a similar. Yeah, not by any means. You yeah. know, it's not a great landing spot or anything, no. but you could still see him producing, and then people being crazy about him. I think I'm going to take, you know, I could definitely see if I were a contender taking the Damian Harris juju side. But even then, I think it's hard for me to pass up on Jamison Williams because I think relatively, even though that those rookie picks do end up having, you know, overinflated values, I think Jamison Williams is a little undervalued, in my opinion. I've told you this. Okay, have so, fun starting the 23 second in your flex spot. I guess, but at the same time... I think Jamison Williams is flex startable this year. Yeah, I know. But I'd if, rather you have have a, if you have a deep enough team, I mean, a 23 second is not a bad asset yes, to be acquiring. You're right. you're right. Yep. And even and even if you're a contending roster, sometimes it is smart to take in some of those picks if you know you have a good class coming in. Because, you know, some it's, it's frustrating some of the contenders in my leagues this year who were able to reload during the late first and late second round because there were enough people left and enough guys left for them to snag some guys that could actually help their team. So yeah, I mean, it just like I said, I see. I think I think I would. This is a split one for me, like it, whether or not I'm contending or rebuilding. Because I do think if I'm contending, I'm probably I'm almost seven or eight times I'm taking Damian Harris, but I definitely see the path to taking Jameson Williams in a second. So, um, all right, let's get into our content for today. On this, did I mention it was a bonus episode? Bonus, yes. As did, in, as in, say, oh my gosh, as it's in, a bonus. Yeah, it's a bonus episode. We have we have some bonus content, and that's going to be our rookie landing spots. Um, we're going to go through, and we're going to talk about the main rookies on each team in each NFL team, and um, we're going to talk about how it affects the veterans and how they, how they might thrive in this landing spot, but mostly the veteran implications for these rookie. <laughs> Um, prospects so it will be interesting because teams like you know the commanders and the patriots have uh, a couple but you know they're completely different there because although they have three you know more impact rookies the commanders probably gonna have a a much bigger impact their rookies so we're gonna go through and we're gonna talk about that for each of these teams um this is also simon's golden chance to defend himself like he couldn't last episode when it comes to defend yourself, the rookies. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't think he was. I don't. Th- first of all, we didn't trash Simon that bad. First of all, and second of all, I drafted a bunch of these rookies in a startup between now and then. Yeah, you did. Yep. So I trust him that much. Yeah. I used his rankings yeah. to draft some third and fourth round because he knows did it better you, than yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. He told me to, I kept texting him like and the asking him to draft. stuff. Yeah. So, so I def- I defended you for you. So yes, good job. Um, 
<laughs> and this week you can trash me if you want to. Or, oh, I don't, don't know worry. why Nathan acts like he's not trashing people too. He's a, he's a jerk. Oh, Nathan's I totally a, did. Nathan's yeah, a jerk. We man. don't really get offended. I, I'm a mean man. Yeah, although nothing Nathan says really. Fantasy football's is opinion. We know this. Yes, exactly. Unless unless you're right and you unless win. Unless you're right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's get into this. Let's start with. Uh, let's start at the beginning of the alphabet. So the 49ers, which is before the alphabet because it's a number. Hey. But. Uh, the 49ers um, went ahead and got Mr. TDP, TDP. Uh, Tyron Davis-Price. And uh, this is interesting because I've heard a couple I've heard a couple people say that they think that he's going to get a lot of carries this year, TDP. What do you guys think about that? Uh, hashtag he is Trey Sermon but faster. <laughs> no, like legitimately. I... Uh, Neither of them can catch. But Trey Sermon was a success, though, right? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> neither of them can catch. Both of them were overdrafted. But TDP is faster. Like, if, if you watch him on tape Which versus Trey Sermon, he, he's back. a better running back. Um, and so if he doesn't end up in the in the doghouse, per se, um, I could see him getting carries. I still think with Debo and uh, Elijah Mitchell there, he won't ever really... I don't, I don't know. I don't see him being that fantasy well, relevant. But unless I mean, they stop giving Debo carries, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, like, right. if if Debo gets what he wants, man, I mean, Debo's like target share was nothing impressive last year. Over the back half of the season, yeah. I mean, it's gonna take away a ton of his. I wrote fantasy a whole production. domain short on this. I don't think it's. I don't quit. Ad, quit advertising your own stuff. I'm no. I'm just saying. I'm just I don't think. Him getting less carries is going to affect him. Oh, okay, good. Almost at all. There we go. We have and our answer. Th- take, take my word for it, Dynasty community. Don't buy into it. If if Debo starts losing value because you think because people think that he's going to get less carries next season, buy him. He's going to do. Anyways, the same thing. TDP. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I'm not seeing him getting. I think Elijah Mickle. Elijah Mickle. Elijah Mickle. I think Elijah Mitchell is the lead back there. I think that doesn't change. Correct. I think anything behind him is is committee but but i don't think elijah mitchell is going to be in a committee backfield i think he's going to get the majority of the carries this year so um i disagree i think he's too prone to inter- injury they'll they're well yeah obviously they, if, if oh, so you think they'll actually split his carries yeah to prevent injury yes. i don't think so i when i saw them last year like how they were using elijah mitchell they were giving him i mean they had him on the field for for third downs because who mean, else were they going to use I mean, they technically had more running backs. They just didn't use them. Because they all yeah. sucked. And, and let's well, be and honest, TDP's too, not a huge upgrade over those guys. Let's be honest, too. We haven't really seen much of Elijah Mitchell, like, historically when it comes to injury yet, other than, like, he missed a few games because he broke his thumb. I think... Or, or like, uh, tore this a ligament in yeah. his thumb. This is another like, guy. That's, I mean, come on. This is another guy where I, see, I think, like, a lot of these guys have the Naheem Hines ceiling, is what I'm going to call it, because... So I, some of these, uh, most of these guys aren't talented enough be, to be like lead NFL backs on their own, and most, of the, uh, almost all of them aren't, you know, superstar material. But, um, but some of them do have, the, you know, Naheem Hines. Naheem Hines is a perfect example of a, uh, a, a second running back that comes in on passing downs is a primarily a very very good uh, passing back 
passing uh, running back. So he, he's very good in the pass game. And uh, Naeem Hines also can run the ball some. Like, he's athletic enough to break off some bigger runs. And, you know, occasionally you'll see him break off like a 9 or 10-yard run. And you're like, okay, I mean, that's Naeem Hines out there. Um, yeah, but TDP or, or TP or toilet paper, whatever you want to call it. Let's oh, go. My man, my man, man, toilet paper, he cannot catch. So I don't even see him being. Exactly. So so then that then back to my original point. Why, yeah. would, why would they split? I mean, if Elijah Mitchell's healthy, I think they give him the carries. I just yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I think. Plus, we'll like, see. why why get excited about TDP if you think he's Trey Sermon but faster? Because Trey Sermon oh, couldn't even no one play. Is. Like yeah. he didn't even get yeah. He so probably not. Much, <laughs> he was a healthy. Probably scratch. not much of an impact from TDP. Uh, the Bears went ahead and they got their impact rookie is going to be uh, Velas Jones. I think I Simon is high on Velas Jones. I think high. Yeah, nah, he's twenty four dog. I, he played like what six years <laughs> in college. <laughs> Ranked him high. <laughs> Ranked him high. Yeah. No, I think I have him like low forties, but um, that's pretty. What? High. What? He, okay, we, we want to talk about target share. It, uh, better than a lot of these other um, late dart throws. Like he, I got him in the cu- in fourth rounds. Yeah, I, he's I a lot too. more. Right. Like I want him so much more because he's who is in front of him on the depth chart. <laughs> no, that's a Darnell good point. Mooney, Cole Komet. Is Byron Pringle really? No. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even need to finish my sentence. Is no. Equinemius St. Brown going to get more targets than Velas Jones? I don't think so. So how does Aquaman St. Brown? How does Vila? Yeah, exactly. How does that is very funny because that's what, pretty much what his name is. Thank you. Yeah. How how much does he affect you know the other fantasy relevant guys? Darnell Mooney. No. Cole Komet. No. David Montgomery. No. Justin Fields. I mean, I I think he's maybe, but probably he, not. He he adds very slight. Uh, assistance to Justin Fields in that offense. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really... But, but no. probably from a points perspective, not affecting him No, so as we're, if we're talking about his effect on the other players on the Bears, he, I think very, he, very he just pushes the Byron and St. Brown just further down on the already bad... Anyways. Like, yes, yeah. on the already bad depth chart. Okay, good. So really not a ton of effect there. Uh, this one's interesting. The Bills, we skipped over the Bengals because they really don't have an impact rookie, but the Bills went ahead and drafted James Cook and... As much as I want to trash James Cook right now, this isn't necessarily the time and the place because James Cook probably will have an implication on Devin Singletary. Like, if we're being 100% honest, James Cook is probably going to at least get some carries or some looks out of the backfield on passing plays. So when we're talking about veteran implications, probably Devin Singletary is going to be affected by this one. Yes. Um, and, and, And how much will that be? I would definitely feel a lot more comfortable starting Devin Singletary in a super flex league in a flex position if James Cook wasn't there. So that is pretty significant. Yes. Um, You're right. However, I, do I think he's going to affect Josh Allen? No, because the no. way that this would affect Josh Allen is if Josh Allen changed his tendencies and started, and started dumping off passes to James Cook. And I think Josh Allen's just going to run the ball. And... It, if, it, if it cut into his rushing, then maybe that would affect him. But like, and I don't think he's James Cook is going to boost Josh Allen. Like, yeah. So Simon, you said James Devin Cook was. He's a really good pass protector. Yeah, he correct. Is. Oh, yeah. So if Very. why would Josh Allen ever be dumping the ball to a pass protector? Well, Naheem Hines is a really good pass protector too, because that's why they put him out there on those. Sure, he gets up. He gets up first block, but like and then the, he gets not with Naheem Hines though. They'll pass. put him in the it's slot still, sometimes. It's a little yeah, bit and they can do the same and they thing run, with James Cook. They run wheel routes with Hines. So. Yes. Uh, no, I. But I mean, look, look at how that worked. A- again, Naheem Hines' best season came when Philip Rivers was when you're checking at the down. Home, yes. when, when he had to check down because people he can't act move. like my problem is people act like Buffalo hasn't had like a you know oh you don't know because Buffalo's never had a, a, a running back this talented. No, they've had. 
they've had, they've uh, had first of all, he's not like over, he's not like, in the past. he's not light years beyond the talent they've had in the past. And that's not yeah. saying much because they haven't had much, but at the same time, uh, CJ Spiller, James, James Cook from a talent standpoint was not our, uh, not by any means our top two or three guys, my talent guys in the draft. No, we were pretty much all saying we weren't really going to touch him until yeah, we said he that on our episode. And then he was drafted the third yeah. running back. You're right. <laughs> Which, so I get it. If a player is talented, like you like him no matter where he goes or and you like him more because of a situation. Yes. But when you have a guy that you're not high on anyways and he goes to a situation where you want it, like everybody would be freaking out if Brees Hall went to the Bills because Brees Hall's a talented running back. Overvalued, yes. Talented, also yes. So, it, but with James Cook, like, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. He is going to affect Devin Singletary's value, though. Yes, lot. there we go. That's that's just what I wanted to emphasize. And then, and then Khalil Shakir, I don't I don't think I see him affecting any values. Uh, I don't think I ex- I see him affecting any of the other receivers or um, uh, not really, Josh. I don't see it. You guys see any? No, but you can also see him coming in. People are so high on, on Gabe Davis. Who is the wide receiver three in Buffalo right now? Khalil Shakir. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but that's just his own value, I think. Like, I don't think he, I don't think he hurts either. The, correct. I don't think he hurts Diggs or Davis's value because they need a wider. But I three. think for Josh Allen, the the best thing you could say about this is at least he has a wide receiver three now, rather than whoever they were going to be throwing out there before. The, yeah, the only but I don't think he really depends on that because exactly. we saw what he did last say, year. It's with just Stephon not, my and, thing is it's just not going to affect his numbers because he's literally Stephon. the number one overall dynasty player already. Yes, I don't think he's going to blow that. I don't think he's going to like surpass that by a fair yeah, amount. So, I agree. So I think it's mainly the same. I think he'll probably replicate that. So this next one's big though. This yeah. is <laughs> this is exciting. This, this is this, this completely dropped <laughs> the most valuable tight end in Dynasty. The, oh, the best the, tight end, the tight of all end time. three yes. behind directly behind Mark Andrews and Kyle Pitts and yeah. Albert O. Yeah, there you go. Because the Broncos took hate Greg o. Dulcich. <laughs> yeah, Greg Dulcich yeah. is a guy that we told you. We told you Greg Dulcich we was good. Him. And we told you that Weidermeyer wasn't good <laughs> and <laughs> nobody listened but greg dulcich ended up being the uh what the third writer right or the third tight yes, end drafted correct. behind trey mcbride and jelani, and jelani woods who we'll talk who about him in a little bit <laughs> but yeah nathan is literally like falling asleep looking at pictures of jelani woods it's really weird but um with, i have a poster with, of him right, right above my bed <laughs> nathan photoshopped a Colts jersey on him already anyways um you know, with Greg Dulcich, uh, he has beautiful hair. <laughs> oh, dude, he literally is. He looks. You ready for this? Like you ready for Mamala. this? Greg Dulcich will be a better NFL tight end than Alberto. Yeah. Uh, so that that's such a what, hot take. How dare you? At what point are they going to figure that out? Probably this year. They're probably going to figure it out this year because Greg Dulcich is going to go dude, on the field uh, with with Russell Wilson. They're going to be like, oh, wait a minute. Now you know we can talk about Greg Dulcich's. Um, overall value with Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson doesn't throw to tight ends, whatever. But you know, I do think he affects Alberto's value Correct. a lot, or he should, because he's not, because people are still on their little Alberto fantasy train. It makes no sense. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I mean, it, if anything, uh, okay, look, look beyond the last name, okay? Yes, Dulcich's last name is half the length of yeah. Alberto's. It sounds like a but Spanish But it still candy. sounds cool. So, I, I mean, what... Why are you, you so it? disappointed? It's a cool last name. No, I actually, I was. No, I, I mean, uh, I, I was uh, too okay. distracted. <laughs> I said it sounds like a Spanish candy. Oh, nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I. So, who do I think this affects? 
uh, Albert just o. pretty much Albert. Albert o. O. I don't yeah. think he's going to affect the receivers all that much, no. unless it's like no. a really deep receiver. They have quite a few receivers that people consider yes. to be fantasy relevant, yeah. which is interesting to me. And if if you want to consider some of those Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler guys that fantasy relevant, it is possible that Greg Dulcich could have an impact on them depending on if you're going to start them in a flex spot. If you're not starting them in a flex spot and you're just rostering them, probably not going to matter. Yeah, you're going to yeah. be good. But, yep. um, yeah, we like Greg Dulcich. The Browns got David Bell. Yes, yes. It's such a good landing spot yeah. for David Bell. <laughs> yeah. I love the people. I was like, was it really a good landing spot? Like, really? Like, uh Yes. yes. Like who, who's, who's he competing with? DPJ. Yeah. Who couldn't? I mean, he he People's was dropping Jones balls left and right. Receiver, yeah. But like, you tell me, David Bell's not a better talent. Like, come yes. on, guys. Seriously. DPJ was taken in the sixth round. Was DPJ in two thousand twenty? That was like the number yeah. one overall high school prospect. DPJ. I don't yeah. know. He was he it? came from yes. Yeah. He okay. So he came from Michigan, and this is why. Okay, I can understand why people are still holding out hope for DPJ and still like him because I am one of those people. I still like him. He's young. He's only twenty two years old. He has two last and names. he's played two seasons already. He he came out of Michigan after his sophomore year. And he has a lot of room to grow still. And this is a great place for him to do that with Deshaun Watson. However, like you were saying, David Bell is just, he's just. David Bell's oh just Oh my better. gosh, David speaking Bell, of the Browns is, though. This is probably, oh, what, you go ahead. Did you see the Pat McAfee, uh, on the Pat McAfee show, they did like the Chargers schedule release? You should watch no, it. I didn't do it. You, you should oh watch boy. it. Shout Chargers Pat. schedule release. They absolutely tore the Browns apart. Oh. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Shout out Pat McAfee. He's a yeah. friend of the show. He obviously, yeah. he listens all the time. So yes. he's our he's our inspiration. Yeah, our but boy anyways, Pat. Uh, yeah, David Bell. I mean, Sorry. I really like can't think of. Man, it's a good situation for him. He's not going to affect Amari Cooper. I don't. Th- I don't know. Maybe he would because Amari Cooper would have literally gotten every single target without David Bell there. And I do think Correct. David yeah. Bell could take away some yes. targets from Amari Cooper. Yeah. I think David Bell, people are viewing him like he sucks. And I think he genuinely oh, will get stupid. five or six targets a game. Honestly, like he was projected first round in rookie drafts before, you know, the combine. Correct. And people are fading him too much from the combine. Yes. We, we haven't learned this Way lesson apparently much. with other receivers when they come out. And, you know, a bad 40 time is not ideal. And, and some of the bad athletic measurables aren't ideal. But there have been receivers in the past that have proven that they don't matter more than anything. And like, he still went in the third round of the NFL draft. That should tell you as much as you need to know. Yes. Or third round, or is it just top 100? I don't know. He the, went third the third round's round. weird now because it's like extended and everything. Yeah, with all the compensatory yeah. picks. Yeah. And, and then, you know, also, I, I do think he does affect DPJ's value. Yes, I agree. Because I think DPJ was a good, a, a good if you have to flex him, you can, option because like he, a, you knew yeah. he was going to get the second most targets on that team and you knew he at least had the deep threat capability, the big play capability because you saw it with Baker last year when Baker could get the ball yes. to anyone. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Baker, I mean, in Baker's next Drew Brees. So, you know, I... Does this infect, <laughs> does this affect funny. Njoku at all? <laughs> I like how no, I don't. I don't think it affects. Yeah, I don't think it I mean, maybe I Kareem's still there. So I mean, just any any of the guys that could have been. This is just a case of this. The wide receiver room was so thin that it's yeah. going to affect the receivers only Correct. because it was so thin. Yes. But like, it won't probably affect just like the, the Bears. Yeah, it'll be interesting though to see if Njoku like actually you know gets the opportunity this year. With, but they got Deshaun, and that might work out. Um, yep. Oh, my favorite. All right, next is the Buccaneers got Rashad White. I've been nice. waiting to nice. talk about this one nice. because I do think that Rashad White has the potential to... So the thing with Lennon Fournette is Lennon Fournette has, for a little bit now, been a very, very good value, especially for contenders in, in, in Dynasty. Now, eventually, people started to figure that out, and usually when that happens, the market adjusts, and he is not as good of a value, but he was still a good value. 
I think Rashad White has the potential to make Leonard Fournette not undervalued, but correctly valued. And I say that because I do think Rashad White is going to get some of those passing downs for the Buccaneers. I, I, I think that's a fairly obvious thing. I think that's why yeah, they drafted he was, him. He's got plenty of draft capital for a running back like that, and he's a very, very good pass catching running back. He had like a what eighteen percent target share it's ridiculous. In, in college. Uh so yeah. So does it affect Leonard Fournette's value now? <sighs> Probably not in the market, but I think it I think it should slightly alter people's, you know, expectations for Leonard Fournette this season. Um I think the main reason for that and, and then long term I think it absolutely does because I think if, if Rashad White does come out and have a good season this year like I expect him to, especially in the passing game, and if he proves that he's at least like a decently capable runner, then you know, Leonard Fournette is gonna be twenty eight at that point. Yes. Not yeah, okay, and not to mention if they have the guy to move on from Leonard Fournette, they yeah. will. Uh huh. And also, guys, Fournette <clears throat> yes, he just got a three year contract. And like you just said, he is twenty eight years old. Do you know what injury he got at the end of last season that put him out for multiple weeks? No. I Ham- don't. Hamstring. Hamstring. Yeah. Uh, hamstring for a running back is scary, especially for an aging running back at that. And if if any injury is to linger and come back and bug him again, yeah. it's going to be that hamstring, and all it takes is a two or three weeks for him to be out there where Rashad White all of, all of a sudden, value. because and running back one, I'll tell you this, and is getting every single touch that Fournette would have gotten. Yeah, I'll tell you this: Keyshawn Vaughn will not be getting. Oh my gosh! Over Stop Rashad with Keyshawn Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. Ugh. Well, and I and I'm a I'm a Leonard Fournette Keyshawn. guy. Like I like Leonard Fournette, and I have him rostered in a couple leagues. Yeah, he's cool, and and I think he's a good value. But I also think Rashad White's a good value at where he's being taken right now in startups and in rookie drafts. Like I think getting Rashad White in the second round, like. At their current values, this is not a hot take. Just think about what I'm saying. At their current values, I would rather roster Rashad White or draft Rashad White than I would James Cook. I like Rashad White's value. Yeah. I don't like James Cook's. I mean, that's not that's and that's an opinion thing, obviously. But at the same time, I think Rashad White's a good value too. And something's got to give there because they're not both him and Fournette are not both going to be good values forever. And I think it's going to be. I, I'm a. I'm really. I think Rashad White might be. You know. Jameson Williams is ob- was obviously my pre-draft favorite rookie. I think post-draft, I love Rashad White's situation because he's with the best check-down quarterback of all time, and that is awesome. So, not Tom Brady. Tom Brady sucks, but but the situation is awesome. So, uh, the Cardinals got Keontae Ingram and Marquise Brown. Oh, yeah, so we're talking about Marquise in this one. Yeah, because, I mean, he pretty much... we we got to so talk you, about how he uh, You can go team. ahead and talk about Keontae Ingram because I think I've seen your take on it, and was it yours take that, that I read? Did you tweet something about Keontae Ingram? Uh no. So okay, so I saw then I'll just say it. I saw a tweet. Somebody said like that we're fading Keontae Ingram too much because he's behind um one of the most fragile running backs in the NFL and he was a dominant college prospect. Was that not you that said that? Nope. Oh, that's interesting. I okay. don't definitely I don't wasn't understand me. James Conner being called one of the most fragile running backs in the NFL. Well, ex- that's exactly what I thought. That's exactly what I don't understand. I'm like, uh, no, no, that was no. that was not me. Fragile. Some, some, and somebody said he was the best value in rookie. I don't. Ah, I don't no, get but it. he he uh. comes into an empty backfield. Like no, true, James Conner, you know Benjamin Keontae. But I don't even think that. Yeah. that's not going to be committee though. So like, does he? Does do? I don't. Think, I don't. What think did Elijah Mitchell do last year? He please was a don't good say college. Elijah Mitchell when you say Keontae Ingram though. That's a. 
That's yeah. very rare. That no, is very I, yeah, rare. I know. I'm not saying. I'm saying like the reason Elijah Mitchell got that opportunity was because he came into an empty backfield. There sure, was no right. one else yes. to get the touches when people yeah. started going down. Yeah. Although, so when Raheem no Mostert went down, who was the option? It was literally no one else. Yeah. That's true, yeah. and that is and that's a reason to roster and draft Keontae Ingram. But but yes. as long as James Conner is healthy, which he's proven that I think he can stay healthy. Yeah. And the difference with it between that situation and the 49ers situation is they just signed James Conner to a fairly big contract, Correct. so they're and committed. Most of it wasn't. And so if if yeah. you I own James Conner in a couple of leagues too, and if you ask, I don't think it affects James Conner's value at all. Nope, I agree. Um, and I also so I don't think he affects anybody's value. Marquise Brown, on the other hand, absolutely affects DeAndre Hopkins' value a little bit because DeAndre Hopkins was an extremely good buy. Um, and then a couple things have happened with him. Obviously, the suspension and now the acquisition of Marquise Brown have kind of uh, brought him back down to earth a little bit. But Rondell Moore, I mean, Rondell Moore was set to be the second option in that offense, and he's going to get bumped down to third again. You have to wonder, is Rondell Moore going to have the exact same role this year that he had last year? I'd hope not because I like Rondell Moore, but at the same time, like I mean, Mar- Marquise Brown is is essentially stepping into Christian Kirk's role as a de- deep threat. He's just he's way better, way better. Than Christian better. Kirk. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, Marquise Brown absolutely affects all the receivers' values. He probably affects Kyler's value. I think Kyler. I mean, I think for Kyler Correct. to get Marquise Brown is awesome. Yes. It's just college. It's college wide receiver. Because Marquise Brown is an amazing. I mean, uh, yeah, last gosh. year when when D Hop went Marquise. down, who did Kyler have to depend on? Christian Kirk. And Christian Kirk. And did now D Hop's gone, but he still has Marquise Brown. And and then when they're both back, it's like that is great for Kyler because he's no longer going to be just running around for his life. He also still has Zach Ertz, who they retained, and they also drafted Trey McBride. And I don't, I don't necessarily think this affects Zach Ertz, um, but yeah, I'm I am thinking. I'm thinking Kyler, I'm thinking Rondale, and I'm thinking D-Hop, and that's... I don't know. Guys. I think it does affect Zach Ertz because this is kind of really? exactly what happened to him in Philadelphia where he was good, he was good, and then they drafted Goddard, and now he's good in, in Arizona, and they drafted McBride out of nowhere. Dude, we don't even have McBride on here. The difference is, I, I mean, Goddard has... On the list. Yeah. Goddard has been in Philly for a while. He, he didn't That's really true. start and they, giving and, and, and there was uh, a, or to run for his money when it came to fantasy production until just recently because he's still a young guy. Yeah. McBride is still now, a young guy. If you want to make the argument that Trey McBride is going to have an impact on Zachary's That's value. what I was saying. Oh, well, I just it's not listed here, so I'm like yeah. so confused. I'm like, oh. McBride. Okay, I'll buy that. Yes. I'll buy that. Immediately. Yeah. It's possible. I don't think immediately. Not immediately. For next no. year, no. maybe third year. A contender absolutely. can still start Zach Ertz and feel comfortable about it. Yes. Correct. But, I'm, but I'm not yes, the year after, absolutely. Which What does that make Terry McBride? Stash. Or a buy. Or a buy. Go get him before yeah. he's starting. Like, oh, Terry McBride. Oh, he's awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that was a little bit of shake up there with the Cardinals. The Chargers got Isaiah Spiller. Oh, this one's hard. I don't think he affects Echo's value, though. No. Nope. But I, do, but I do think he has the potential to get some, some a couple reps. He's in, again, he's in an empty again, backfield. That's injury. what I'm looking right. for. It, all it takes is one yeah. injury, yep. and he is starting. That, and so I don't think he affects but anybody. But he does not a, necessarily yeah. affect Eckler's value. Yes. And we no. agree on that. Yes. Eckler's too good for you to get... Right. To have to share the, the carries right. with Isaiah Spiller, and we all agree on yes. that. Yep. Sky Moore on the Chiefs affects uh, MVS's value for sure. Uh, I also think he affects Juju's value. I mean, those are two guys that are – Juju's obviously the better of the two, um, but they're two guys that are not, like, completely dominant receivers. So you could have as, as assumed that the targets were probably going to be distributed fairly even among the receivers, and Sky Moore is, is you know, considered to be an elite talent, and, you know, and Justin Ross as well. 
I think the acquisition of both of those two guys, if Justin Ross makes the roster like we think he will, and and, and if he if he can get there, more specifically Sky Moore, I think he absolutely affects all the receivers' yes. values. I think he I think he I I don't think he affects Pat Mahomes' value a whole lot. I think Pat Mahomes was going to produce either way, and that's just always my view on Pat Mahomes. But it's definitely not a bad thing. It's definitely a good thing if he has more weapons. So Correct. it could absolutely positively impact Pat Mahomes. This is like Aaron Rodgers before versus Correct. after Devontae Adams, which is like, I get this is a bad comparison to an extent, but Aaron Rodgers, we're not necessarily worried about him producing less because he has exactly. worse weapons. Yes. But if he has better weapons, we are excited that he has an opportunity to produce more. Yeah, Chiefs, so, Chiefs running go. backs. Go Patrick I don't think it affects the running backs. I don't think it will affect Travis Kelsey until the day Travis Kelsey retires. I think his value is going to be unaffected by almost anything unless they would have drafted Trey McBride or something. So um, the Colts, the Colts, oh, well, don't you love that team? They drafted <laughs> Alec Pierce and Jelani Woods, and I want to talk about Alec Pierce first. Um, am I lower on Michael Pittman because of Alec Pierce? No. No. They didn't have anybody. It's the same thing as the Browns. It's the same thing as the Browns. The Browns had Amari Cooper, and they had nobody else after that. Mm-hmm. And so now you actually get like a solid wide receiver two in there. And I will say, is he going to help Matt Ryan's value? Maybe a little bit. Maybe. I mean, that's a that's a, another person to throw to. It just depends. Uh, I, I But I do think Alec Pierce is going to be really good. I think it helps Matt Ryan because... I mean, just in, in NFL terms, instead of just looking at Michael Pittman to see yeah, if he's open, now yes. he has yes. two options. He yeah. can get rid of the ball faster. Well, not only that, even if Alec Pierce doesn't put up some impressive fantasy numbers right away, uh, that's just another guy for defenses to worry about yeah, and he's because he's fast, fast and he's big. And uh, that that just means Matt Ryan will be able to make the easier throw in the middle of the field to Michael Pittman more often. Yeah. So, so maybe maybe increases i mean maybe helps michael pittman's value or helps the situation i think it i think it helps his value i think so too and i think it helps matt i think alec pierce is a positive impact on all the colts players that would have an impact from him now jelani woods i you know i think the only person this negatively impacts is kylan granson because but kylan granson wasn't startable and he wasn't going to be flexible this year anyways no so like it doesn't super matter. It's just you for people who are stashing Kylan Granson, like Nathan, who stashes him in every league. I have him in I, two I, leagues. I have him in like I think I probably have him in three. So yeah. I probably have him in more. Well, I probably yeah. have him in like seven. But y- legit, but I mean, you can grab him in the twenty fifth round in every league you're in. Exactly, yeah. and and so you know we are slightly. So your twenty fifth round startup pick, his value is negatively negatively affected. Exactly. By, so so it doesn't really this matter. doesn't matter. So to anyone. but Jelani Woods, like, oh my! I mean, he could be. Guys, he's huge. He's got well. Nathan, he's huge. Quit. Yeah, he is. Quit. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Can I? Can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? This is we set. Can we like flashback to March? What was it? March eleventh. No, March. We cannot flashback. March something. It's it was March third. Time travel is not possible. We, okay. Well, we when when we went to the combine and we Can't saw the tight ends do their thing, we saw Jelani Woods and all three of us said, "Whoa, that is a that bad is a man. big bad slick man that can." I, I will say that I wasn't a huge fan, <sighs> but. Okay, well, Simon and I really liked I him. I was wrong. <laughs> and we definitely didn't like Weidermeyer, who was ranked as people's like well, second sucks. or first ranked tight end who didn't even end up going in the draft. He's like, Anyways, he's like the, the Hayward kid. <laughs> that the Connor Hayward, the guy that got drafted. <laughs> he got drafted yeah. as a fullback, yeah. though. Oh, okay, that's right. That being said, Jelani Woods is six foot seven. He he's incredibly athletic. He shows He was a wide receiver in college. He's a wide receiver in college. He's got the draft capital now. Yeah, he transferred to Virginia and became a tight end he has a draft capital 
it, it's what was most impressive that I think we saw from Jelani at the combine was his ability to have such control over his body w- with the size that he is. Like he is uh, Mo Ali Cox, who actually he doesn't hold a lot of dynasty value, but if you needed to start him as an emergency option, he could get you eight to 10 points because he'd get one or two receptions and half the time he gets a catch, it ends up being a touchdown because he's a red zone threat. Jelani can be twice the player, at least twice the player that Moali Cox is in dynasty and in fantasy football. And with that upside, that's incredibly valuable. And uh, he, He's great. So, anyways, we're spending too much time on the Colts because we like the Colts. Imagine play. that. Uh, I like Johnny Woods. Uh, the Commanders. Let's start, go ahead and introduce the Commanders players, Simon. Uh, John Dodson. I'm. I feel bad for him. His career is dead. He's in Washington. Rip. Not really. I'm. I'm exaggerating he's not, a little he's bit. Being, he's so good. With, love Jahan yeah. Dodson. With Jahan Dodson, I'm getting. I'm getting him in the ninth round of a startup. Like that's a late first in the in the. You know. I did take Jahan Dotson over James Cook, by the way, and I'm proud of it because I, I, I Dotson is is a again his value is 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 a rookie wide receiver value like situation. It's that makes me sick. What over James Cook? Really? Yeah. Really? I, I don't you think Dotson is oh is a wide gosh. receiver too in Washington. Who would you take, Nathan? Dotson. Yeah. Okay. No. I'm like what? <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> you're just cutting yourself short there. I mean, Dots, like, Dotson was you're, the, you're just selling yourself short. Dotson was like Dotson was the 16th pick in the NFL draft this season, right. I, and he's I, the wide receiver too in Washington. How much will he really produce with Carson Wentz? How much fun is this going to be when they trade Terry? I don't think they. I don't think anyone would trade for Terry. He's on the last year of his contract. I think Terry will sign somewhere else next year. Though, why would he ever choose to stay in Washington? Brian Robinson versus Antonio Gibson. I'm not sure Antonio's really going to be hurt that much uh, at all. One thing we can agree on, yeah. I mean, Brian Robinson is just a, a bruiser, and Antonio's not. Uh, what will this really mean for him? <sighs> but here's not the thing. Much. I wasn't, We're don't not really relying crazy. on the rushing for fantasy production anyways. Yeah, and right. don't go crazy because of what Ron Rivera said, and it was announced on Sleeper as one of the stupid News yeah. alerts. Ron like, Rivera chill. said last year that chill. Antonio Gibson was going to be the next CMC. Oh my gosh. Ron Rivera I, is a riverboat. Good one. Yeah, yeah. and also, I mean, <laughs> Frank Reich said <laughs> they want to utilize Naheem Hines. <laughs> that was funny. Thanks for imitating <laughs> You're welcome. Frank Reich said he wants to utilize Naheem Hines more in the Colts offense. Does that really mean you're going to drop Jonathan Taylor down your running back dynasty ranking board? No, but no. it means I'm going to use Naheem Hines. It means you're going to use Naheem Hines. Sure, if you want to invest in Brian Robinson for cheap, fine. Yeah. You do what you want, but don't drop Antonio Gibson significantly or try to sell him because of this. That's that's Sam foolish. Howell is my dynasty QB number one, though, because he's playing behind Carson Wentz. Hey, and oh. we know, you know what's happened like when Jalen Hurts did that. He's automatically <laughs> a first-round startup pick. Let's go, baby. Yeah. Well, apparently, the apparently is, uh, in our new league The difference is Jalen Hurts yeah, right. went in the first second round. round. I, yeah, Sam Howell probably not going to affect Carson Wentz's first value unless Sam Howell takes the starting position this year. Yeah. Uh, which I'm not certain will happen. Who knows? He's worth a stash, though. Like I, I grab him, throw him on your taxi squad. The other player that's worth a stash to me is on the Cowboys, and it's Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. Probably a dang good wide receiver, man. Probably gonna get some reps this year, and yeah, probably gonna affect James Washington's value. A guy who I like as a as uh-huh. a as a deeper roster, maybe you have to flex him every once in a while because Gallup. 
Mm, I'm not sure he affects Gallup all that I much. Think James, uh, I think Jalen Tolbert is just as good of a wide receiver as Michael Gallup. Who just, signed, ooh, who just wow. signed the big contract? Huh? Who just signed the big contract? In Dallas? Y- y- Gallup. Oh, Gallup's, that's what you meant. Yeah, Gallup signed the big contract. It wasn't a big contract, but no, it was I, a good I think contract. it was a good contract for a, a good wide receiver, contract receiver, for wide receiver too. Yes. Two, uh, on a team who's paying Zeke Elliott ninety million dollars, and they don't have a lot of room to pay players big. I money. don't know. I think Jalen Tolbert, if anything, is going to affect James Washington's value, and 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 I wouldn't go as far as saying he's going to affect. Like I'm not. Sh- I think he could easily put up like seven hundred yards, three touchdowns, maybe three or four touchdowns this year. This year. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay, he's a that good wide bold. receiver, man. I loved That's him. Very I bold. loved Im- his film. I'll be impressed if he breaks five. Yards. I would be impressed if he broke 400. And I'll like him regardless. How many how many yards is Dak going to throw for this year? A couple. Yes, at least at least a, one yard. A couple at thousand. Least, at least two. <laughs> at least two thousand. <laughs> at least two yards. How many did he throw for last year? I don't know. I'm saying I think I think Dak usually routinely throws for four thousand plus yards. And if Jalen Tolbert can has he get broken five before? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah. If Jalen Tolbert can get twenty percent of those yards. I think that's See, that's realistic. the thing. No, well, let's not let's not forget Zeke and Pollard. CD will probably ability. get like twelve hundred. Dalton Schultz will get like six or seven hundred. Where are the other two thousand going? Dalton Schultz might get more than that. Well, actually. yeah, and Zeke and, and, Gallup, Zeke and Pollard. Gallup might get to eight hundred. Uh, a lot of the yardage Zeke goes to Pollard. Pollard. I mean, I don't. So I mean, then that leaves a, a James, bunch left. James Washington. Him. I mean, James Washington last year had how many receiving yards? I'm being say. optimistic. Yeah, you are. But I love I love Jalen Tolbert. Maybe too much. Who knows? No, I feel like Tolbert was kind of faded when it came to his landing spot post NFL draft. Everyone got hype about these other receivers, and you didn't really hear much. About Tolbert, so he could be a sneaky investment. You wouldn't have to give up much to get him right now, um, and I again on a powerful offense like the Cowboys when it comes to fantasy. Uh, I, I mean, look at last year who who was putting up a bunch of numbers last year. I, what what guys were fantasy relevant on their offense last year? Uh, Amari, CD, Gallup. That's your top three wide receivers, um, and then. Schultz, Zeke, and Pollard, That's and then Dak. That is seven of the yeah. <laughs> seven players on the field at one time out of the eleven that are that are on the offensive field no, at one time that, that are fantasy relevant. I like, think, yeah. yeah, I think I think James Washington is so, the guy he could end up bumping out. Yeah, yeah. Tol- Tolbert is, uh, yeah. Washington is expendable too. They didn't pay him very much uh, at all. The, so. We're gonna go ahead and talk about AJ Brown and the Eagles. Um, AJ Brown. Yeah, he absolutely affects Devonta's value. But I've said this once. I'll say it again. I think he actually might help Devonta. Devonta had a pretty good rookie season, actually. Yes, he All did. All things considered. But for every target you lose, you have to make up for it with a bunch of yards, and Devonta's not That's that true, guy. That's true, but there, but there was no... I mean, he's he, his yards per catch was, like, pretty good. It was, like, 14. Yeah, but we're talking... He has to he has to boost that to 17 to make up for his lost targets. I'm not sure he... I'm not sure he's the one that loses targets, though. I think it might be the combination of the backs. I think I think this could hurt. Yeah, I understand I'm, what you're I'm, saying. I'm There's three bummed. people to target. In I'm kind of bummed because I'm afraid this is going to hurt Dallas Goddard. Yeah, it will. Which yes. sucks. Okay, really okay. Bad. hurt him. <gasps> Oops, excuse me. What the hurt f- hurt him. <laughs> I had a hiccup. Hurt him at his current value, or just kind of make him stay at where he's valued right now? Because we, I think we think. Highly of Goddard more okay, than the rest true. of the dynasty. He was undervalued before. Now he's undervalued before. Now he's probably valued where he should be, which is the seventh. Yeah. Tight okay, end that's fine. I'll, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. At the same time, <laughs> I just did the Nathan chuckle before I talked. 
what is the difference between Ryan Tannehill and, J- and Jalen Hurts? Tell me right now. Oh, not not besides the obvious difference that Jalen Hurts is more athletic and is going to run the ball more. Yeah, but, but I like mean, from still, a from a passing game well, standpoint, <laughs> Tannehill still runs. But yeah, whatever. Tannehill sucks. No, there's not much of a difference. And honestly, the I would probably the difference is there's a better wide receiver too, right? Uh, yeah. And typically, yeah. better wide receiver twos can help wide receiver ones. Yes, this is what we just talked NFL about. NFL terms. I think Pierce. we start to let the NFL terms leak into our fantasy terms, like into our fantasy point of view. Of oh, but from, from they still got to produce from, from a fantasy perspective. It makes where, their NFL job easier, not their fantasy production. Yes, but from a fantasy perspective, I think it, no, I think this it could make helps their fantasy production. Yeah, I absolutely. This think helps, helps Devontae more production. than it helps AJ Brown. Jalen Hurts is not a good of enough quarterback to get AJ Brown the ball as much as he should. Like he can get the ball to Devontae before he can get the ball to AJ. I AJ Brown just needs to touch the ball and he creates something. Devonta Smith's got to be exactly. found when he's open. Yeah, but if Jalen Hurts did that last year, did you see some of the catches Devontae made last year? Yes. And if Jalen Hurts, if Devontae was the only guy out there, you don't think AJ Brown spacing the field out is going to help Devontae get open on some of those routes? I don't know if it helps him get open. If AJ Brown's also on the field, he's going to get targeted. He's going to get targeted. He's getting paid twenty five thousand. Yeah, he's getting paid twenty five million dollars. No, absolutely. But I'm saying, like, the fact that he's going to get targeted is going to draw defenses, you know, off of Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith should not be dropping in value because of the acquisition. Well, he also did what he did with very little touchdowns. Which is fairly impressive. He had almost a thousand yards. Yes. Yes. But obviously, AJ Brown's definitely going to affect Devonta's value. Um, he's also going to affect Jalen Hurts' value. Um, so I think so, he helps Jalen Hurts so, a lot. So, so, so I was looking at this yesterday. It's kind of scary. Jalen Hurts, as much as we hate him on this show, we are known Jalen Hurts haters. Uh, Jalen Hurts was the quarterback nine last year. Yes. Yeah. And he has AJ Brown now. Yes. Yeah. And Dallas Goddard and Devonta Smith. Yes. And. Yeah. And Kenneth Gainwell and Miles Sanders. Um, and it's, he's being valued consistently at, like, quarterback, what, 15? Yeah. But it's because we uh, it's there's, because a, there's a large percentage of us who think if he does not really improve his game this year, he's going to be get replaced. I'm but I also train. wonder, I know where you're going with this, because we look at all these other trash quarterbacks and say, yeah, but it was their rookie year, they're going to get better. It was pretty much Jalen Hurts' rookie year. Why are we not expecting him to get better? Well, not only, and, and he has better weapons, and he was already good in his rushing upsides. Like exactly, we're looking at Zach know, Wilson man. and if saying, I'm a, "Man, if I'm a, you know, if I'm a contending team, like if I can, if I can get a load back, if I'm, tr- if I have Joe Burrow and I can get a load back for Joe Burrow that includes Jalen Hurts, like you, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good. I mean, as far as like. Points, points wise, they're not super far off. I'm not saying trade them straight up. Shut up, Nathan. I said if you get, I'm a, never I agree. With you. If you, get a, if you see what I'm saying? Yes, I understand. So I completely agree. Yeah, if you get a, if you get like a wide receiver one yes. or two, and Jalen Hurts, and maybe like a, I mean, for for Joe Burrow, that's a huge, that's haul. a huge haul. Um, also, and you're not you're not losing that much production. No, if if any at all, we're looking at Zach Wilson because he got an offensive upgrade and moving him up. Why are we not moving Jalen Hurts up? Exactly. Because they were both trash last year. Yes. They were both horrible. <laughs> Why are we only saying one of but them Jal- is going to improve? But Jalen Hurts was horrible. Is he it because was he's still a black quarterback QB9. who runs? QB9. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't like Jalen Hurts as, as an NFL quarterback. But I think we're being kind of stupid with the whole Jalen Hurts. Lamar improved. Why yeah. can't Jalen Hurts? And Jalen Hurts isn't a, I don't think Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. But man, if he was QB nine last year, like how high could he be this year? QB five? 
I don't know. I think I'm trying could. to get over the fact that you just compared Lamar to Jalen Hurts. I'm not comparing them. I'm saying one he of them improved. Compare. Why can't the other? Because Jalen Hurts say, is not Lamar Jackson. You could, well, you could say that about... But you, could, you would have said that about Lamar Jackson after he had an atrocious passing year and he was throwing to his first option on every uh, single play or running. And then he was, because that's he was what Jalen Hurts does. Yeah. It's, Lamar it's Jackson is who he is today because he trained and he got better. He was not that when he came into the league. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I he had that upside though. So like, does Jalen Hurts? No, he didn't. People thought J- people said Lamar couldn't even play quarterback. Correct. Legit. They wanted him at you wide You don't remember receiver. that? Okay. They legit said he couldn't. Like people thought he wasn't going to play quarterback. Well, Lamar Jackson went the first round. Jalen Hurts went at the two twenty one, and uh, Lamar that, Jackson that was, was round one pick thirty two. Right, it, it, he point. was basically a second. And I also trust Har- Harbaugh a lot more. Look, than I I'm not even. Well, I don't even think Sirianni Sirianni wasn't even comparing. Them. Doug Peterson is the one who drafted Jalen Hurts. But Sirianni is his Sirianni coach is now. There now. Yeah, but but here's he, the thing: Simon's not even comparing them. I'm not. Uh, Man, no, he I'm hates Jalen. If Nathan ever either. owns like, Jalen Hurts, I'm, I'm buying Jalen Hurts from Nathan for a single second round pick because I think he'd do it. <laughs> Maybe even a third. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Oh okay. I, I'm Nathan's just saying, next favorite player my it went Jalen to the Hurts. Falcons at pick eight, and it's Drake London. Nathan, you want to tell us about Drake London and what he means in Atlanta for the other players there? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about this in the last episode. Um, we're not like st- – stupidly crazy Drake London fans, but I'll tell you what, of all the places you'd want to see him land, Atlanta is the place you wanted to see him land. And we've talked about this. Yeah, and Simon, Simon so called it we, during we the pre-draft it. episode. He said Drake I, London. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nathan, what does Drake London me mean for Olamide <laughs> Zacchaeus? Nathan's face is, is very red Zacchaeus right is literally one of the most <laughs> irrelevant <laughs> names I've ever heard in my life. Well, because he was a wee little man? Because, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. what what we're this, saying okay. is anyone that went um, to Atlanta doesn't really affect anyone else because there was uh, no one there to affect in the first no. place. <laughs> That's My actually true. Yeah. You're actually yes. right. Yes. 100%. He doesn't yes. affect Cal Pitts. No, we we no. like uh yeah, we like Drake London at the Falcons. We actually Brian Edwards just got traded to Atlanta, which was Means. a better situation in Atlanta for him than it was with the, all the competition and and still in not Vegas. and still and not spectacular still, because yeah and at this <laughs> point please uh, if you can sell Brian Edwards do it I just did and I got a second round pick for it oh my so, gosh dude yeah a twenty three such a good that's such a good deal there is so much more upside you can get it in twenty three second than Brian Edwards going one hundred percent I think uh, again like we talked about earlier the the biggest uh, rookie that's going to have the most impact uh, from a fantasy perspective for the veterans that are already there is going to be Tyler Alge- Tyler Algier. He did it. Um, and because the only guy left in that backfield, really, with the absence of Mike Davis going to Baltimore is Cordell Patterson. Which who he was only running only the ball last year because there's nobody else. Right. And he'll. Mo- I think we can all pretty much agree that he's going to be doing a lot more he'll, he'll catching be, he'll and be receiving. And he's getting old. Like, that's what you have to play. Otherwise, he's not going to last. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I think you're right. Um yeah, I don't. Need, I don't think we need to talk about it. I think. I think most of these guys don't affect it, except for you know. I, I, I don't think. I think we're good. I think we're no, good. Yeah. No, no, no one. I, yeah, I, I don't. They're all fine. <laughs> I think they're, they're fine. They're the fine. Giants. Wandale Robinson um, went to the Giants, and that's how you say his name. Wandale. Right, Wandale. Uh, I like. I like Wandale. Wandale. I know you guys don't necessarily. He affects Kadarius Tony. Yeah, uh, I, I think Kadarius Tony affected Kadarius Tony. 
That's true. Um, that's but that's Wandale. True. That's profound. But I think that's why they drafted Wandale. That's so I, think, I think by default it has to affect Kadarius Tony because because they're basically like, yeah, this guy's a head case, and yes. and let's go get another talented receiver who's not. It means uh, Darius Slayton is even more deep and irrelevant fantasy. Kenny Galladay. Who knows? Sterling Shepard. Man, the Giants just have the most injury-riddled team ever. It's incredible. Yeah, it really it, is. It's, um, it is so incredible. I think Wandale <laughs> could could jump in and with as he is he's talented. I mean, I don't care if he's short; he's talented. Yeah, and I think but he could Simon, easily. Wanda Robinson is short, mm-hmm. but, but right. Yeah. How, wait, how tall is he? He's he's five, five foot eight. eight. No, he can't. You said Rondell. Wanda Robinson Moore. is short. I, I mean, look at Elijah Moore. They're, I think I think they're this Elijah Moore is like 581 and Wandale is like five eight one seventy nine. Yeah, there you go. So they're like the same player, and they even have a really similar play style. Anyways, all that to say, I think Wandale can come in and really command a lot of targets, just like Kadarius did last year in New York, and that is bad for all the other injury riddled receivers in New York. But his arms are short. Uh, yeah, the Jaguars we have none available. As, yeah, Snoop Connor is not affecting anybody's value. Uh, <laughs> no, Brees Brees Hall on the Jets. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that Brees Hall does affect Michael Carter's value. Really? Yeah. Wow. Hot take. What? Um, I'm still gonna ke- I'm gonna keep screaming this from the rooftops, even though I keep getting crapped on for it. I think you're wrong. I know you do. I know you do. Michael Carter's not going away. Michael Carter is Naheem Hines at best. And I know we talk no, about Naheem a he's lot, not. but he's Naheem but he- is like the poster child for like the, the <laughs> best case scenario. Like you can't as a as a running back too, you can't get any okay, better. Okay, but you, but than you that. think this too? You think Michael Carter is still going to get some carries in New York? Yes, some carries. Marlon Mack got some carries last year on the Colts. Okay, fine. I'll be more specific. I think not that, only carries, but that, he could get. I think that could get Michael some. Carter ha- will get enough carries to affect Brees Hall's production. How about a hotter take? Brees Hall. Brees Hall is not going to be because a running ha- back one next year. No, uh, that's that's. I don't. I don't even think that's in the realm of possibilities. You think he's absolutely going to be a running back? I one? think so. Yeah. Oh, oh my gravy! Yeah, I mean, Have you I looked at their offensive line? I'm, I'm, yeah, they invested. I think in it, everything I think except the offensive Look what Michael Carter. Look what Michael Carter did Michael last Carter. year. Michael Carter. He wasn't a running back one. Because he got hurt. Yeah, you know why? Michael he had, he had is because he's actually like decently talented, and so like, and Brees that's Hall's why not. You're right. No, yes. but, but that's what that I'm using that for my point that they're still going to give Michael. I don't think they're going to abandon Michael Carter. No, I, nah. th- he's a tool. There, I mean, uh-huh. he's, he's someone you're that you can help. Yeah. Now, Thank uh, you. now here, here is a here is okay, you're a piece of to, work. To, yeah, to your point, Simon. <laughs> okay. Uh, <clears throat> guess who we're going to bring up again? Uh, a team that we really really like. Is it the Colts? Uh huh. Who went in the fourth round? Like a, a just a couple years before they drafted Jonathan Taylor in the second Marlon round. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Who did they and just who, kind disappeared. Of about? who disappeared? Who disappeared? Marlon Mack. Now how the, that the, is the, apples the difference, and oranges. The dude. difference is Marlon Mack. They actually started him. They expected him to be the running back one when Jonathan Taylor came in, and they did. And then literally the first play of the game in the first game of the season Correct. against the Jaguars, He's he like, tore his Achilles. Yes. <laughs> no, I so, get what you're saying. We don't know. Bit, Jonathan yet. Taylor. However, is, yeah, completely, yes, it's completely. We don't different. know yet. 
Because Brees Hall is not Jonathan Taylor. Hall, no. Garrett no. Oh Wilson. Oh my gosh, no. 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 Exactly. no. I'm Correct. just saying there is, like you said, there is the possibility that they would be, they obviously are more willing to <laughs> let Carter go than Brees Hall because they invested sure, a lot more draft He's got more draft. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But at the, I'm just saying at the same time, like Michael Carter's still in a Michael Carter's going to put up some numbers. Like they're, I think they're going to yes. use that to their advantage. I think yes. will be fine. Now, when Michael Carter's contract is up, now absolutely, I think we're talking about them shipping Michael Carter out or just letting him go. Yeah, but and there's also the fact that they, you're right, they invested more draft capital in Brees Hall, meaning they want to protect Brees Hall. They don't just want to abuse yes, him. Yes, absolutely. This, um, that's that's a, probably the best argument for it. Yeah. But the person they spent the most draft capital on, other than Sauce Gardner, was Garrett Wilson. I love Garrett Wilson so much. And he absolutely affects Eliza Moore's value. He absolutely yes. yeah. affects Zach Wilson's value in a very positive manner. Uh, I, I don't think he... I think Elijah Moore will still be better than he was last year, but I think it, it seriously... Wait, 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 wait. Lowers his ceiling. But this is a Jalen Hurts situation. Because we just said that about Devonta, and you said no. Oh. Uh, huh? Uh, say, same thing. No, no, no. I'm saying... Huh? I, I didn't say he'll help him. I'm saying it, it seriously lowers his ceiling. I think Elijah Moore just being a year more experienced and will have a further, a longer stretch of Say that about Devonta. Do it. Say it. Do it. Do it. I think Elijah Moore is still has a higher fantasy upside than Devonta Smith. <laughs> No, I hate that mm. comment. No, 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 no. Y- do you think that? Because you're an Elijah Moore fan. I love Elijah Moore, but no. Okay, thank but you. But only one of them is that athlete to do it. I, I know, I know, that I know. Devontae Smith has the best. Smith is a heck of an athlete. Has oh the, my no, gosh. No, he just has the best film I've ever seen. No, but <gasps> how do you think he gets the film from being an athlete? I'm shaking nah, right just, now. He is, shaking. he is the definition of a of a route technician. Uh, oh, I don't like that. Too. He, he's the definition of. <laughs> so many things that are amazing. Oh, Actually, hang on. Let so me pull good. up my Elijah Moore numbers real quick. I love we, me some Elijah on. Moore. Devontae Smith has... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Always. Significantly higher. Uh, Elijah upside. Moore. <laughs> Elijah freaking Moore. Yeah, uh, not to mention team absolutely. situation. Elijah yes. Moore with oh Zach... Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, nah, you're wrong. Elijah Moore, d- during what? his seven-game stretch last year, averaged 18.1 points per game, eight and eight targets and scored five touchdowns in those seven games, right? I don't think uh-huh. that is he will not reach that this year with Garrett Wilson on the team because he's not going to get those same numbers. Okay. Correct. Okay. 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 How often were the Jets running the ball last year? They did not have a strong running game even with Michael Carter. The Eagles are a running uh, team. The Eagles they are run first. They just run the ball. Yeah, but, but they, they, don't, they don't have a Brees Hall. That's what I'm saying. The 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 Jets now have a Brees Hall on top of a Garrett Wilson on top of I don't know but how Zach good Wilson, either of them be will running be, as well. There's a lot of reasons I would say Devonta Smith has a higher ceiling than Elijah Moore. Yeah, I, I love their. I still love Devonta Smith's situation long term. Loads more than I like anyone on the Jets because, really, let's be honest. If anyone's capable of destroying the fantasy <laughs> dynasty upside of any amazing player. Um, it would be the Jets. My point is, so, the way you feel about Elijah Moore Sam and Darnold Garrett Wilson affecting point. Elijah Moore, is that's how we feel about it. Yeah, I get it. So uh, I just think uh, A.J. Brown is a much more dominant, like demanding presence than Garrett Wilson. Healthy. I mean, when he's healthy, he is. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I think Garrett Wilson might end up commanding a bunch of targets more than you might think. I think, I think part uh, of that is we, because we he's, he's such Wilson. a good route runner. It's like you can't not throw to that because he's open. Unless you're Baker Mayfield, you can't see him. Uh, the Lions got Jamison Williams. And Didn't we already talk we already about talked Jamie about him? We like him. We already talked about Jameson Williams. Yeah, we did yeah, earlier in our trade scenario. Have I said that I liked him? Uh huh. Did I say? Was, did I say it was a bonus episode? No. Uh huh. A bonus episode. Uh, by uh, the way, the definition of bonus is um, bogus. 
Actually, wait. It's bonus. Just, it, it, <laughs> that's weird. This says the amount of the a bonus is like a money definition. I, like it is. It could be using that, but the, the actual definition of bonus extra is just extra. Something in addition to what is expected or strictly due. That's yeah, the best definition. That's of what it. we're doing. This today. is a bonus episode. Um, yes. All right. Fine. We'll skip James. We, but he. Th- how does? Do we talked about how he affects? Amon Ra and Jared Goff and DeAndre he affects Swift everyone on there because he probably ha- he, okay. Well, he has the greatest upside out of any of those receivers. Say that again, even like more it. than Amon Ra. Jamison Williams even has more than Amon Ra. Jamison well, okay. Williams. Hang has on, can I just talk about Amon Ra real quick? He, yeah, we get David it. David Bell know. is this we year's know. Amon Ra. They're both slow but good. Why are people so low on David Bell? Well, but the thing is, though, people got too high on Amon Ra. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think that happens with David Bell because I don't think David Bell's going to get of near Amari the targets. Cooper. Amon Ra was the Cooper. only player that existed in the wide receiver Dude, room there were, last there year. There were offensive of sets for the <laughs> Lions where it was just the center and Jared Goff and Amon Ross and Brown, and then they sat the other eight players. Like, legit, I saw it. They only had three players on the field, and it was that's why Amon Ross and Brown had so many points. Wow. Yeah, I, that's, I know. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't see that. But, no. Um, Jameson Williams, he affects everybody. The Packers got Christian Watson, who that affects – their very deep lizard room called Lizard and guys by Lizard by Lizard and I'm saying it now by Lizard and Robert by Alan Lazard Onion also probably yes. um, no I, I'm actually saying this in all seriousness by Alan Lazard Le, okay who what what receiver what receiver in that receiver room right now has played with Rogers the longest Lazard what receiver just left. The Packers Randall, that took Randall three Cobb years. Has no. played longer. Okay. Equinemius St. Brown. It doesn't count. No, no, no. Who? who he's, he's in the who, receiver room. Okay. He's he like just 30, left the no, Packers. Okay. No, no, no. Right. Who just left the Packers that took three years to develop and finally break out as a dynasty? Equinemius St. Brown. No. De- Devontae uh, Adams. Adams. Jinx. Stop talking about Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman St. Brown. <laughs> you know he's Amon Ra's brother, right? Yeah. <sighs> Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Are you, is he really? Yes, he is. I you, figured you seriously not know that. that. I, I actually wondered, <laughs> but I never. Uh, okay, <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop. Please, guys, buy Alan Lazard. Please buy Alan Lazard. Uh, He's shown nothing but progress, nothing but more targets progressively. <laughs> Uh, um, every single year he's played, he's entering his fourth year, and he he has the most chemistry with <laughs> Rodgers. Christian Watson is not going to put up high wide receiver one or even wide receiver two numbers. This, How this dare you, Christian Watson, one one overall. Shut up. Oh. Get okay. That's <laughs> all. I'm, that's all I'm going to say, and then we're going to move on. Please, um, by Alan Matt Cowrow like though. Guys. Matt okay. Coral. Um, <laughs> wait, you spelled his name wrong. It literally does say Matt Coral. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> it does. Honestly, he could be. Oh gosh, he, you're if right. you're telling me he can't beat Sam Darnold out for a starting job in the NFL, you're incorrect. Yeah, he can. He absolutely could. So it will be interesting when he gets his shot to see how he does. But but how he does he affect Sam Darnold? Yes, because it takes away some extra job security that Sam Darnold had. Uh, does it affect the receivers? Not yet. Does I feel like Baker Mayfield's going to get traded value? midseason. Though. No, they're not. The Panthers are not. T- <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Baker is going to go somewhere midseason because the Browns aren't going to accept that they're getting nothing for him and just let his contract. Expire. He might go to the XFL midseason. That's about the only place I can. The see XFL doesn't the XFL, exist. Yeah, he might it actually does. What it, are redoing it? I was going to say the yeah, USFL. I, the USFL is like the, the NFL's minor league. Now, now here is just the jackpot of all dynasty assets. I don't even. The, I don't even. I don't even. The Patriots. Skip the Patriots. Say, let's, so let's say their names: Tyquan Thornton, Pierre Strong, and Kevin Harris. Let's and all let's uh, together. Just, One, two, three. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, let's. Uh, 
Answer, Typical pass. Yes, yes or no on three. These guys are going to have any impact on any Patriots player right now. One, two, three. No. Yes. Simon. Shut Bye. Up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who's the lead wide receiver in in New England? Mac Jones. A wide receiver. I, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Exactly. Yeah. Jacoby Myers. And now they've got Will Fuller, and they've got Kendrick Bourne, and they don't have not Will to Fuller. mention Devontae Parker. They oh, Devontae, Devontae Parker. 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 My dog. point that is, was like, a, you could actually see Tyquan Thornton doing something. Bill Bill Belichick somehow does something with some with everyone. <laughs> Bill, Bill I'm Belichick not saying he's going to be like Belichick. any any fantasy relevance, but I think he still affects some of those guys. Like, I don't know who knows. But how many Let's of the, how many of those people are you expecting to start? No, guys, we're not. Yeah, we're talking sorry, about Patriots fantasy assets. We got to yes. right. quit being boring. Raiders yes. take Zamir White. This guy matters because Josh they, Jacobs signed his Josh option. Jacobs. Josh Jacobs option, and Zamir White could end up being the guy there. Yeah. He just could. They might give him the shot. And he they, was so good. I think his draft capital was high enough for that to happen. The Rams drafted Kyron Williams. I'm not buying that Kyron Williams is affecting any of those backs values. Nope. Not yet. Nah. Maybe he could though. If K Makers tears his Achilles exactly. again, yes, you're absolutely. That's that would be the situation. <laughs> his yeah. Have you uh, ever heard of your, the Achilles heel? Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh, is that yeah. like on the back of? Isn't that like in your, your hand, in your neck, or something? Yeah, oh, I thought it was yeah. on the back of your hand, just yeah. like the back of uh, your foot. The Ravens drafted two tight ends in Kalar and Likely, and I love Kalar, and I'm rostering him everywhere. And then Tyler Batty, Beatty, yep, Beatty. Mm-hmm. It's uh, spelled Batty. I'm not really Beatty. worried about that because no. Gus Edwards and hashtag JK Dobbins. But the one thing I will say. Isaiah Likely. Simon likelies him, yes. I like Isaiah Likely, oh, and here no, no, is no, no, the dealio no, 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 with no, no, him. No, 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 if, no. If, if Andrews goes down, it's going to be Kalar. Kalar um, we're not talking about Kalar Isaiah Likely as likely. a tight end. We're talking about Isaiah Likely as, as a wide a receiver. receiver. That's truth. Because they are, I have heard He's a tight some, end though, right? Yes, okay, but I've heard that they have drafted him and are considering changing him to the position of wide receiver because their wide receiver room is shallow and he is He's a tight end, but a tight end only by name. He's a wee little. He's like Mike Kosicki where he's a tight end that catches the ball and does nothing else. So okay. you could see him just going ahead and going to wide receiver and having, who knows, some relevance. That would be I interesting. Yeah. The Saints have Chris Olave, um, which is how I pronounce his name. Olave. Chris Olave, who is a guy that I really like also. I'm a big uh, Ohio State what wide receiver. What does he mean for Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas? How, how excited are you guys for next year's class with, with Smith and Jigba? Like, uh, I cannot uh, even that tell kid you is, how excited like, I am. I, I was looking at like, all the wide receiver excited. stats for Ohio State this year, yes. and I was like, wait a second. By far the best. And Jigba, <laughs> yes. and Jigba outproduced Garrett awesome, Wilson by man. 400 yards. I thought it was 600. Yeah, he had almost 400. He had It was 600. I thought it was. I thought it was he, he had almost he had as many as Olave and Garrett okay. Wilson combined. Yeah, yeah, and and in the final bowl, touchdowns. yeah, and in the final bowl game when Olave and Garrett Wilson were officially going pro and sat out, he scored three touchdowns and had 350 receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, and also Does that not you make know, you eventually cry? Marvin Harrison Jr. when he gets up there too, he's correct. Good, but yeah, but I'm just I went, that was a, that was more of a um, just, a side note. Yes. Um, Chris Olave though on the Saints, he absolutely affects. Um, Michael Thomas's value. Who's the guy they they just traded for? The wide receiver. I can't. No remember. one. They signed Jarvis. They Landry. signed Jarvis. Jarvis Landry. Thank but you. Marquez um, Calloway and Traquan Smith are dead now because they had their chance last year and now they are. I think, I think Calloway will still be a depth wide receiver with them. So, but I think it uh, definitely decreases the like. It absolutely affects his value because he was a good stash. Yeah. But rip. the the addition of Jarvis Landry does not affect Alave. Though. There you go. But I do think Alave affects Michael Thomas. Correct. Um, Kenneth Walker and I do think it probably helps. Jay Famous too. Uh, Kenneth Walker uh, to the Seahawks affects all of, all seven love of it. their running backs. Love it, yep. love it, love it. And um, 
that's it. That's it. It probably affects Drew Locke too because it means they're he's just not going to be throwing the ball. They, I don't they think have, anybody was going to start Drew Locke. Nothing anyways, to do unless you're like, unless you have to. I mean, if he's <laughs> yeah. starting, he has value. So. But they have nothing to do except for run the ball now. It's like, hey Kenneth, go run the ball. Hey Rashad, you're up. Go run it. Chris Carson, are you still on our team? He's still alive. How's your neck? Go run it. You know, Drew yeah. Locke's not going to be throwing at all. Yeah, you're right. But. Yep. With the Steelers, Kenny Pickett, he absolutely affects Trubisky's value. Yep. Pickens absolutely yep. affects um, Pickens, George Pickens. I, I don't know who he directly affects, but people, <laughs> I've, they're, they're rumoring that Deontay might cl- move on. What? Next oh. year. Deontay Johnson? Yes. But oh. I think this year is probably going to, f- maybe it has more, more potential to affect Claypool, Chase but Claypool. I'm not even sure yeah, it does. Yeah, I found it ironic that Claypool was the one that announced the Steelers pick for Pickens. Yes. I was like, bro, Did you guys see the video? You know of who of that's George affecting Pickens the most. It's got to be watching Claypool. himself get drafted. That was so funny. No. And yeah, he had this like, yes. super weird pose. Yes. Yeah, he's it. a, that man's a crackhead. My, I my think apologies, he's hilarious. I love him. I don't. I think, and he, I I think he, like, I think he's, he, he has some, uh, Character issues yeah, for sure, which is why issues, yeah, Simon liked him at the Colts. I like him. I did not. Right, no, I didn't. I, Colts Calvin I Austin also up. went to the Steelers, and I think he's a very good wide receiver just because he's short. Oh yeah, we didn't even have Calvin Austin. I have him in a lot of leagues. Yeah, actually. he's good. He's been a good value pick. Uh, yep. the, so the Texans got Damian Pierce. He absolutely affected Marlon Max value, and I guess you could say Rex Burkhead. But no, who's starting Rex Burkhead in the Dynasty League? Oh, yeah, um, only your mom. I no, actually, she doesn't. I How started dare him you last, say that? I started him last year in one of my rebuild leagues. Oh, you're but it worked, didn't it? Say, it worked. I you, got like 20 points out of him. Um, <laughs> I started him. Are you so trying to score points in a rebuild? Working in a rebuild is not scoring yeah, no, points. No, I, I, well, that was a point. I tried to start him nope, just you're so Sean, he wouldn't score Sean. any points. Um, in the, oh, my God. Hey, John Mechie. John Mechie. Nico Collins. Yeah, I guess Nico Collins. That's it. Nico Collins. Go by. Yeah. The Titans, if you had told me they got Malik Willis and Traylon Burks before the draft, I would have been like, okay. And Hassan Haskins is obviously, he's not affecting anybody's value, though. He's not affecting Derrick Henry's value. No. No. I think he's a good back. However, he's a good back. Yeah. And I think Malik Willis is. Is Malik Willis affecting Ryan Tannehill's value? No. Third round picks, hashtag no. Guys, just wave the white flag on the QBs Guys, from this class. Please I, let it go. And but just if we're smashing Sam Howell, I'm not going to lie. Now that Malik Willis could, it's possible that Malik Willis could be the next quarterback in Tennessee. It does make me think a little bit of t- differently of Tannehill because I know they at least have somebody they can throw in for him if they wanted to bench him. Now. Yes, yes, correct. Yes. So in my opinion, that that's, However, that's that, that that changes his value a very, 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 this very is, little bit. This is Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts in 2020. Sure, uh, but except uh, not Jalen Hurts. Except, yeah, and <laughs> apparently and again, I don't know. We thought he was. We thought he was Jalen Hurts. Like yeah, and again, oh, any, that was his anyone, comparison. Guys, anyone who's drafting Malik Willis in the first round of rookie drafts. Oh my Please, please, please wave the white flags on the quarterbacks from this class. Admit that you admit that everyone in the dynasty community was wrong about these quarterbacks. We said they weren't as good. We said they were not nearly as good as really any other class before. After (laughs) none of us expected for. Our listeners, zero of them outside. Our listeners are going to be like, "Yeah, what the heck? How did we talk about the Falcons and not talk about Desmond Ritter?" Oh, I don't oh know. shoot! Yeah, uh, Desmond Ritter definitely affects Marcus Mariota's value. Yes, the very little value he has, and it definitely affect can affect their Drake and Kyle Desmond Pitts. Ritter you know, in the first round. No, not in the first round. <laughs> Although, out of all the quarterbacks, like I mean, he might be one that I'm more comfortable with because of where he's going and because of his draft capital. But Desmond Ritter absolutely hasn't. Anyways, uh, 
Hassan Haskins, nope. Traylon Burks, probably not affecting, maybe. If, I don't no, think he I don't think Tan- he affects no, anyone. No, he doesn't affect anyone there. The Vikings at Ty Chandler, and he's also probably not It might hurt Tannehill a little bit because A.J. Brown just was Ill, like incredible, and Traylon Burks is not there yet, if ever. True. If you look at it that way, it would, yes. Yes. But it, if you're taking A.J. Brown completely out of it, then it maybe it helps Derrick Henry because they run even more than they already did. Right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and he's getting old, though. I, so the Vikings at Ty Chandler, I don't think he affects Madison's value at all. And I don't think he... I, I think Madison's the guy there. Cooks goes down. And if Cook goes down, like, I think... He, yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't affect Cook either. So right. he, so so that's a, that's every team. Um, Wow. Yeah, that's a lot of impact well, we rookies. We cooked on there. But, man, a lot of a, rabbit a, a trails lot, we did, a lot of We fun. did have a lot of guys that we said wouldn't have value. So uh, tell us how we're we stupid and we messed up. Uh, but this was a bonus episode. Did I tell you that? Did you say bonus? How fun is bonus episode? Oh How my gosh. fun is it? Um, we are going to be recording again tomorrow. Uh, well, this is Sunday. Who knows when I'll post this. Probably tomorrow, Monday. Uh, and then we'll have another episode, our normal scheduled episode Tuesday. And um, we're going to talk some more about some Dynasty things, TBD. Um, and with that, Ed, since it's a bonus episode, this is a perfect time to go um, give us a little five-star rating or a like or whatever and if you don't want to then don't but we did notice that we've been getting some ratings and we really appreciate that so if you if you rated us thanks for doing that um please keep rating yeah ratings good check out our locals page and our website uh our twitter page if you need any more resources or anything like that and we obviously have our local subscription uh but we're not going to say more than that as always we appreciate you joining us thanks for listening this has been dynasty domain (laughs) 